Volume 6 of the Best Investment Writing Series is back, featuring top-tier investment insights from respected money managers and researchers worldwide. AlphaSense's expert transcript library, Stream, is sponsoring this volume. Stream boasts over 15,000 expert call interviews, daily transcript editions, AI smart search technology, and 70% unique contributors. This makes it appeal to leading financial firms. Stream will donate revenue from the series to the author's chosen charities. Stream offers a 14-day free trial. As part of a special podcast episode, Guido Balthusen, head of Equity Factor Investing and co-head of Current Fixed Income at Robeco Asset Management, discusses the company's almost century-long legacy in pioneering sustainable and innovative quantitat five investment practices. With $180 billion under management, 40% of which is in equities and fixed income, Robeco emphasizes its commitment to research and deliberate investment approach. The episode's sponsorship funds are being contributed to GiveDirectly.org, a charity helping to alleviate poverty. The episode presents an analysis titled The Cross-Section of Stock Returns Before 1926 and Bay, U-N-D. This research, conducted jointly by Diana Kostick, Pim Van Vliet, and Bart Van Vliet, studies stock return patterns using a unique database of U.S. stocks spanning from 1866 to 1926. The analysis indicates a negligible size premium, insignificant relationship between market beta and returns, and notable momentum, value, and low-risk premiums consistent with post-1926 trends. Machine Learning Me Thawads appear successful in predicting cross-sectional returns, reinforcing their out-of-sample robustness. Despite some concern about data-dredging effects and independence of international market samples, the research found strong evidence of stock characteristics' ability to explain more than 25% of variances in stock returns. This study offers an analysis of the U.S. stock market from 1866 to 1926. During this economically critical period, the U.S. had strong economic growth and rapid industrial developments, which ultimately made it the leading global economic power. Stock markets were key trading venues, playing a vital role in economic growth and financing essential innovations. The stock market capitalization expanded from $287 million to $18.8 billion, mirroring Nauman. AL GDP growth. This study provides a new database covering these 61 years, including major stocks traded on U.S. exchanges. It consists of stock prices, dividend yields, and market capitalization values. This study also examines the cross-section of stock returns focusing on commonly studied stock characteristics. It's screening for liquidity and data quality. The analysis reveals that low beta STO CKEs, indicating lower risk, have positive alpha, higher returns, and high beta stocks have negative alpha. Furthermore, price momentum and dividend yield were shown to hold significant premiums or return spreads. However, size showed no significant benefit in both regression and return spread. In sum, the six stock characteristics accounted for 28% of the variation in stock returns. Other finding 
syndicate there were similar outcomes on stock factors between the pre-1926 and post-1926 periods that dividend yields, low risk, and short-term reversals were non-redundant asset pricing factors, and that especially momentum, value, and low risk were influential factors for asset pricing. Additionally, there was no evidence for significant out-of-sample decay of stock factor premiums between BO BE periods. Overall, there wasn't clear evidence that macroeconomic risk explains stock factor premiums, and the results argue against the delegated management hypothesis. Machine learning models have effectively predicted cross-sectional differences in stock returns between 1957 to 2016. This fact was established by Gu, Kelly, and Xu, and ratified by Leopold, Wang, and Xu for the Qi Nice market. These models necessitate out-of-sample testing in independent samples akin to conventional factor tests. Using a 61-year sample period, various machine learning techniques were applied. Random forest and neural network models were especially promising, yielding significant annual KPM alphas of 9.78% and 10.62% respectively. These models often selected key equity factors in a data-dry then approach with minimal prior guidance. The data set used encompassed 61 years of monthly stock prices, dividend yields, shares outstanding, and market capitalizations for all significant stock trades on the New York Stock Exchange, New York Curb, and regional exchanges from January 1866 to December 1926. The data was collected from multiple sources, primarily Global Financial Data and the COM, Herschel and Financial Chronicle combined with risk-free rates from Jeremy Siegel's website, in addition to post-1926 equity factor returns from CRSP and Kenneth French's website. Notably, the historical data was of poorer quality due to the non-existence of modern-day digital archives and stringent data process requirements. This consequently resulted in a smaller sample of stocks compared to CRSP because of more concentrated data filtration and data quality screening. The classified stocks across five sectors, financials, infrastructure, energy mining, utilities, and industrials, showed that infrastructure stocks comprised around 80% of the market capitalization from 1866 to 1890. Post-1890, energy mining and industrial stocks gained importance through a series of new issue booms, achieving G similar market capitalization importance as infrastructure. Lastly, the sample evaluated the market index, indicating an average annual total return of 8.67% and a volatility of 11.80% during this period. In assessing pre-1926 U.S. accounting data, premiums associated with stock characteristics have been estimated through Fama and Macbeth regressions, revealing factors such as MAR, KET beta, and size not significantly affecting returns. Critically, value weights influence these results, while dividend yield carries a positive slope similar to book-to-market ratio findings over the CRS sample period. Share issuance carried a significantly negative slope. These characteristics explain 28% of the cross-sectional variation in returns. Through univariate portfolio sorts, it was confirmed size is not significantly priced 
rather value, momentum, and beta are. Factor premiums were found higher amongst small stocks, especially in the small cap space, albeit less than 1% difference with larger cap stocks. The robustness of these findings was confirmed across varied methods and data filters with similar results. Spanning tests revealed momentum, dividend, short-term reverse, gala, and low beta as non-redundant asset pricing factors. The comparison between post-1926 CRSP and the 1866-1926 pre-CRSP sample noted no significant evidence of out-of-sample decay in stock factor performance. This contrasts with studies such as those by McLean, Pontiff, Linanma, and Roberts, who found substantial decay of stock factor premiums post-publication. In seeking economic explanations, factors like macroeconomic risks, delegated asset management, and crash risk failed to sufficiently explain factor premiums. Even so, the pricing of several equity characteristics remains significant over the 61-year out-of-sample period. Volume 6 of the Best Investment Writing Series is back, featuring top-tier investment insights from respected money managers and researchers worldwide. AlphaSense's expert transcript library, Stream, is sponsoring this volume. Stream boasts over 15,000 expert call interviews, daily transcript editions, AI smart search technology, and 70% unique contributors. This makes it appeal to leading financial firms. Stream will donate revenue from this series to the author's chosen charities. Stream offers a 14-day free trial. As part of a special podcast episode, Guido Balthusen, head of Equity Factor Investing, and co-head of Current Fixed Income at Robeco Asset Management, discusses the company's almost century-long legacy in pioneering sustainable and innovative quantitat, IVE investment practices, with $180 billion under management, 40% of which is in equities and fixed income. Robeco emphasizes its commitment to research and deliberate investment approach. The episode's sponsorship funds are being contributed to GiveDirectly.org, a charity helping to alleviate poverty. The episode presents an analysis titled The Cross-Section of Stock Returns Before 1926 and Bay, OND. This research, conducted jointly by Diana Kostich, Pim Van Vliet, and Bart Van Vliet, studies stock return patterns using a unique database of U.S. stocks spanning from 1866 to 1926. The analysis indicates a negligible size premium insignificant relationship between market beta and returns and notable momentum, value, and low-risk premiums consistent with post-1926 trends. Machine Learning Me. Thods appear successful in predicting cross-sectional returns, reinforcing their out-of-sample robustness. Despite some concern about data dredging effects and independence of international market samples, the research found strong evidence of stock characteristics' ability to explain more than 25% of variances in stock returns. This study offers an analysis of the U.S. stock market from 1866 to 1926. During this economically critical period, the U.S. had strong economic growth and rapid industrial developments, which ultimately made it the leading global economic power. Stock markets were key trading venues, playing a vital role in economic growth and financing essential innovations. 
the stock market capitalization expanded from $287 million to $18.8 billion, mirroring Noman, AL, GDP growth. This study provides a new database covering these 61 years, including major stocks traded on U.S. exchanges. It consists of stock prices, dividend yields, and market capitalization values. This study also examines the cross-section of stock returns, focusing on commonly studied stock characteristics. It's screening for liquidity and data quality. The analysis reveals that low beta CO, CKS, indicating lower risk, have positive alpha, higher returns, and high beta stocks have negative alpha. Furthermore, price momentum and dividend yield were shown to hold significant premiums or return spreads. However, size showed no significant benefit in both regression and return spread. In sum, the six stock characteristics accounted for 28% of the variation in stock returns. Other findings indicate there were similar outcomes on stock factors between the pre-1926 and post-1926 periods that dividend yields, low risk, and short-term reversals were non-redundant asset pricing factors and that especially momentum, value, and low risk were influential factors for asset pricing. Additionally, there was no evidence for significant out-of-sample decay of stock factor premiums between book DC periods. Overall, there wasn't clear evidence that macroeconomic risk explains stock factor premiums, and the results argue against the delegated management hypothesis. Machine learning models have effectively predicted cross-sectional differences in stock returns between 1957 to 2016. This fact was established by Gu, Kelly, and Xu, and ratified by Leopold, Wang, and Xu for the Qi in East market. These models necessitate out-of-sample testing and independent samples akin to conventional factor tests. Using a 61-year sample period, various machine learning techniques were applied. Random forest and neural network models were especially promising, yielding significant annual CAPM alphas of 9.78% and 10.62% respectively. These models often selected key equity factors in a data-dry event approach with minimal prior guidance. The data set used encompassed 61 years of monthly stock prices, dividend yields, shares outstanding, and market capitalizations for all significant stock trades on the New York Stock Exchange, New York Curb, and regional exchanges from January 1866 to December 1926. The data was collected from multiple sources, primarily Global Financial Data and the Com, Arshall and Financial Chronicle, combined with risk-free rates from Jeremy Siegel's website, in addition to post-1,926 equity factor returns from CRSP and Kenneth French's website. Notably, the historical data was of poorer quality due to the non-existence of modern-day digital archives and stringent data process requirements. This consequently resulted in a smaller sample of stocks compared to CRSP because of more concentrated data filtration and data quality screening. The classified stocks across five sectors, financials, infrastructure, energy mining, utilities, and industrials, showed that infrastructure stocks comprised around 80% of the market capitalization from 1866 to 1890. Post-1890, 
energy mining and industrial stocks gained importance through a series of new issue booms, achieving similar market capitalization importance as infrastructure. Lastly, the sample evaluated the market index, indicating an average annual total return of 8.67% and a volatility of 11.80% during this period. In assessing pre-1926 U.S. accounting data, premiums associated with stock characteristics have been estimated through Fama and Macbeth regressions, revealing factors such as MAR, 